Welcome to Seds and Sandals, a PNE podcast by the Lancashire Post. This week we'll be discussing the end of Frankie McAvoy's reign, Ryan Lowe's arrival, and Barnsley at the weekend. So let's get into it. Hello and welcome to Seds and Sandals. My name is Tom Sandals and with me, as always, is Dave Seddon. Dave, how are we? Not too bad. We're back, Tom. Oh yeah. People... I know you've missed us. I know. Yeah. I know you, you. Your weekly diet of Seds and Sandals yeah. has been missing. But we're nothing if not. In, we're, we're, we're consistently inconsistent. We're probably like North End's results. Very inconsistent. <laughs> we turn just, up just, for a week and then we're yeah, gone for a few. Just, just for explanations, we've been away a bit. Um, to, Tom's had the longest house move saga <laughs> yeah. ever. Um, I've listened to I Tom's soap story. I, I've listened to Tom's. Just tales of woe over like <laughs> trying to buy this, sell his house and buy a new one for the last three or four months. Anyway, finally it's gone through. He moved house. He came back to the office. I and Dave on. left. <laughs> I, I, I had a I had a week off. So anyway, we're back today. Yeah, um, and then I'm off, and then you're off. Yeah, yeah. But but you know, here we are. We're yeah. uh, we're back. It's been a big big few days at yeah, Preston North End. A few End. things going on. Yeah, so... Um, and a few interesting results that we've missed in the past, but yeah. uh, it's nothing if not entertaining, I suppose. Uh, and yeah, there, there was an FA Cup draw on, on Monday. We're going, going to Cardiff. <laughs> I know, great stuff, yeah. Uh, which is obviously one that everyone wanted. That's a highlight, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and then Frankie McAvoy gets sacked. I know, I know. Yeah. That was great timing, wasn't it? I think we just, I, I just pressed the button to sort of say, right, get it to the, get it on the website. Preston have got Cardiff away, stinker of an away, yeah. an away tie against a long distance team in your own division, which is not your ideal third round FA Cup tie. Mm. I wanted to go to Harrogate, by the way. I'll put that on record now. Yeah, well, so. I always look for one of the top six, Blackpool or Burnley. Yeah. And that's, oh, I'm not you know. Blackpool again. <laughs> but I, I yeah, pressed I the button on, on that. I was about to shut the laptop. Mm. And then it came through that Frankie McAvoy had been sacked by mm. North End. Um, just, you know, it was. I was surprised at the timing that obviously results weren't going well. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they played on Saturday, got beat by Rovers, I was expecting if anything was going to happen, it might have been Sunday or early Monday. So mm. the fact that we got to sort of Monday early evening. Monday evening, I thought maybe, especially as he took training that day, mm. I thought, yeah, probably move on, might get the Barnsley game. But the axe swung on him and... I wouldn't have surpri- been surprised to see him get past Christmas, to be honest, because I thought with the timing of yeah. it... We did speak, Tom, didn't we, in the yeah. car on the way home from Blackburn last week. We were discussing potential when it, if it could happen, mm. when it could happen. And you did mention, Chris, I was suggesting Barnsley might be a key one because it's mm. at home against a team in the bottom three. You, were, you, you, you threw at me, what about Millwall, a heavy defeat at Millwall, for example, who don't yeah. lose a lot just before Christmas, um, and then we thought, mm, maybe with the time, and then you, you thought, maybe it'll get Christmas yeah, just and see how it goes, because North End have got history for making managerial changes in late December as well, you mm. know, but as it is, they went early. And we were saying a similar thing around Middlesbrough, weren't we? We were, go- yeah. we were coming away from Middlesbrough going, well, how long has this got? Because the, the feel around it was very, it was, it was strange. It was almost like, being around the game, it was almost like an inevitability. If PNE lose tonight, Frankie's going to go, and then obviously they get that win, mm-hmm. and you're there thinking, right? Well, how long does this get? I remember when we came back from the internationals, I think it was, and and at the start of that week, I think it was after uh, lost at home. Who was that? To I can't remember now, but um, Cardiff, Cardiff lost yeah. at home to Cardiff, and I said, I said then because it wasn't talked too much realistically as to whether he gets sacked, and I said straight away then. He loses three this week. Mm-hmm. He won't survive that. Yeah. Then he ended up getting that result at Middlesbrough, and it's like, well, how long does this give him? It yeah. always seemed an, an mm. inevitability and almost a stay of execution. Yeah. But I thought the timing was just a bit strange. Do you know yeah. what you mean? Like, Alex Neal got sacked on the Sunday after mm. after a poor result, and you think that makes sense. Yeah. You know, sleep on it, still right, let's yeah. do it. But why it took two days and why it came at the end of the evening and... Yeah. I don't know how to feel about him taking training and them them doing it. It's almost yeah. like, well, we'll get your day's work out of you, and then yeah. I don't know. It because I presume it, I'm, I'm told he was only sacked about half past five at night, so mm. it's not as if 
he was brought in in the morning to say goodbye to the players and then and then went he did training. I suppose it buys them a bit of time and as you said, the whole thing surrounding it, nof- nothing was right though about the club. Mm. Even after a win or a draw, the reaction was, I hate the phrase, but papering over the cracks. <laughs> you could have won the game 5-0, but that, that's, where, that's where we got to mm. in... The way the fans were thinking, yeah, they weren't happy about it. He'd lost the fans completely. He'd lost a lot of fans completely. Not everyone, yeah. but he'd lost a lot of fans. And I've, the club have certainly taken that into consideration, mm-hmm. doing it now. Um, but they seem no way back. I think, think once the Blackpool game, mm. once he lost at Blackpool, I described it as the albatross hung round his neck, if you've ever read the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. So mm. there's a bit of poetry for you there, Tom. <laughs> bit, of, bit of culture. Uh, but the albatross was round his neck, a weight hanging round his neck. Mm. It was a sort of result he had to to get any curry, any favour back. Frankie was going to have to win four or five games on the bounce. Oh, three or four, you know. Or and he'd re- have to win pretty handedly at Rovers, for yeah, example. Yeah, or, yeah, but but carry on on a sort of... Yeah. He needed... he could. He, a winner drawing a defeat, a winner drawing a defeat wasn't that mm. wasn't going to get anywhere. They had to, they had to move with purpose up the table with a good set of results, and obviously that didn't come. And in North End's thinking the second derby defeat at Blackburn, while I thought they were a lot better at Blackburn than they were at Blackpool, which wasn't easy, which wasn't difficult to do, by the way. Yep. But uh, I won't say I'm not saying every a derby game should be always decisive, you know, to whether someone keeps the job or not. Obviously losing two and I think the manner of losing at Blackburn, they played well in the first half. They were by far the better side. I think they, they did, were almost unfortunate on the day. Yeah. The Blackburn came away from that weekend with the lowest expected goals in the league. Yeah. yeah. But that's what North End need to do. They need yeah. sometimes when you're turning in a performance which isn't good, mm-hmm. if you've got something about you, Blackburn are fourth in the table. Mm-hmm. We're all going, well they didn't look like a fourth place side. Well, well, the fact best. is, they are there. They've yeah. earned it. They've got the results. To, yeah, they got dicked by um, Fulham 7-0 at home a few weeks ago. The night North End played Bournemouth. Yeah. But they've responded in the right way. They've won four and drawn one since. Yeah. Um, so we can go on about how rubbish they looked on the day or whatever. Like They didn't touch North End in the first half. Mm-hmm. To be honest, that pitch was saturated. Yeah. North End... They'd play- to get it on. Yeah, I think they did. I think... I think... I, I was talking to someone about this. I think that if that had been Blackburn versus Peterborough, say, yeah, yeah. or someone like that, where there's not four and a half thousand fans behind the goal or whatever, yep. that wouldn't have gone ahead. But yeah. I think there was no way they were getting... Pl- See, I think that game goes differently without the water. For example, yeah. Emil Reese nearly collects a pass yeah. from Alan Brown but the water stops it. There was one where Liam Lindsay tries to play a square pass. It drops yeah. 10 yards short and he's nearly in on goal. Mm-hmm. I think even with that one pass through to Emil Reese, yeah. that early goal when North End are on top could have yeah. changed the game, but the yeah. weather stops that. Yeah. I'm not blaming, you know, like, I think I think they, they had a look at the conditions. Mm. The forecast was it would stop by half time and it did. Mm. And the second half, I thought, was perfectly playable. P&E were keen for it anyway. Yeah, like, of course, not, both teams were not, in the end. Yeah. yeah. You know, to be fair... To be fair, Frankie McAvoy asked about it in the press conference. He said, "No, happy to go ahead." Yep. If if anyone, it sounded like Blackburn with a slight doubt. Mowbray mm. was a bit, you know, yeah. pulling his face about it. Yeah, and he was complaining that his tactical build-up went out the window. And he said, after all the work on the training ground, the only instruction was we just drop it behind the fullbacks. You know, that's what he was lamenting at the time, mm. and that's how he explained the first half performance, which is probably right. Anyway. The trouble with North End was, yeah, they, they didn't take advantage of some good first half play. Second half, they fell behind, what, eight, nine minutes into the second half. Yeah. They had 37 minutes plus five minutes stoppage time to get back into the game, to chase the game. It's not mm. guaranteed, you know, that that length of time will bring you an equaliser. But it was like in the Cardiff game at home. North End had taken the lead, then mm-hmm. got turned around by two quick Cardiff goals after half time. Had a similar length of time to chase it. Yeah. And in either game... Not once did they create a sort of worthwhile chance. You know, we're talking nothing across flashing, not not even a, a six oh. ball across the six yard box. Crossing which, on the day, which someone which someone slides in on and just misses. There wasn't yeah. even anything like that. It was it was Blackburn organised themselves well, and North End never got sort of got 
anywhere within sort of 30 yards of goal where you mm-hmm. think, oh, something might happen here. It was it was predictable. The ball would worked outside. The one thing was the handball. Yeah, Josh Hill's sh- handball, you know, the, the cross, which Ryan Nyambi caught. <laughs> yeah. How, how, the ref- it away. how the referee could think his arm was by his side, I don't know. Anyway, it wasn't given. That's yeah. history now. And uh, I think it was the nature of that as well that, we just couldn't create anything. Yeah. The substitutions didn't work again. And it just all bubbled up into this was the right time to make a decision. Speaking and while, of- while we were while we're here arguing, oh, Monday night was a bit of strange <laughs> timing. Having listened to Ryan Lowe and Peter Ridsdale on Tuesday mm-hmm. um, in this incredibly quick moving appointment, <laughs> yes. considering he came from another club. Yes. Like, yes. 900 miles away in Devon. but <laughs> And resigned. And res- yeah, yeah. And had to negotiate and everything, but it was a very quick one. No, but having <laughs> listened to them, I can see the reasoning for this week, mm-hmm. for so early in the week and getting everything done, yep. ahead of a, a home game, which is winnable. It should have been winnable under Frankie McAvoy, and it might have been, but... There were doubts. There was such a big cloud hanging over it. There was a doubt after the Blackburn result, after the last crowd against Fulham. I think they were thinking, God, this is going to be another sub. <laughs> Half season tickets still yeah, on sale, yeah. by the way. <laughs> this is going to be another sub sort of 10,000 crowd and 9,000. Yeah. You know, Barnsley might bring a few, I don't know. But there was a fear there. It could, you know, if the result hadn't gone right on the day mm. with Frankie in charge, there was going to be such a big. Cloud and yeah, and it was getting to the stage where I was wincing every mm-hmm. time players and Frankie had to go over to the fans after yeah. the game and mm-hmm. stuff because there was that such a huge disconnect. And I do think yeah. fans have very much protested with the feet yeah. of late oh, because yeah, there's yeah. been so much. I mean, even look at Rovers. I know pricing and Christmas things mm-hmm. like that go mm-hmm. into it. COVID, but yeah. normally seven thousand and there's four and a half. Now yeah. that is a that's you know that's, that's a big drop. like forty percent drop yeah. off, isn't what, it? One thing I won't do though is criticise a 4,330 following, it's still damn good mm. compared to, you know, some, and as you say, rubbish day mm. with the weather, Yeah, 30 quid, yeah. that's like way too high for an adult on a ground where you're going to get wet if you're on the lower tier, yep. for example, um, discontent, whatever, you know, so it was still about half the figure of home fans from the Fulham game the week before. When mm. now, if you, if you're normally if if, if if a club's taking fifty percent of their home, home, attendance, home yeah. attendance away, I know it's a local game. I still think it's pretty good. Yeah. But obviously, the bar has been raised so high in recent seasons. I think the biggest were taking out like seven thousand four hundred. Yeah. It's yeah. huge. You know, yeah. like, so uh, impressive. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, so. yeah. So that's no criticism on how many that went. It yeah. just shows, and it's no criticism of who didn't go. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's just it, that that's it. Um, but, there was all that negativity bubbling under, and I just don't think their no offense thinking was we can't risk even more negativity yeah. after Barnsley. Now, if North End sh- rock up on Saturday against Barnsley and with Ryan Lowe there, everything gets a lift, mm-hmm. no matter which way the results go. You know, it's not going to be that way, is it? Again, yeah. you know, I, like, I think yeah. Peter Ristel mentioned it a little bit in the uh, press conference because mm. he sat alongside Ryan Lowe. Mm. Um, it, it wasn't necessarily one specific thing and it's not also, it's probably worth pointing out, it's not also that fans had decided that was it and, no. and that's why they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a combination of, you know, because I, I know the fans have been very critical in the style of play and things like that. Mm-hmm. The style of play did come into it. The fan apathy did come into it. Yeah. The results is the main thing yeah. and they're not mm-hmm. going anywhere at the no. moment. And mm-hmm. I think as well, just the availability of Ryan Lowe yeah. almost tipped it yeah. I think at, at times like if you see a manager there that you think can come in and have a sort of project and build and you can see why things are happening mm. you almost daft not to take it yeah. at that point it's, you talk about <coughs> availability of a manager sort of you were looking at it beforehand thinking who's available i.e. Who's, mm. who's not in a job at the moment we had it down to about three yeah didn't now we? there's you know the fact that some managers are available because they haven't done a job very well somewhere else and have yeah. got sacked in the end you know so that's what you got to look at and obviously ryan lowe was available not in the sense that he wasn't out of work but there's obviously they knew they could get him for yeah. a, a particular amount of money i don't i have no idea on this whether there was actual 
a clause in his contract that North End were able to hit. So Plymouth or, said, I think, in their statement that if a, somewhat, a team from a higher division comes, yeah. they basically have to let them talk. I don't think that means that free That's, of compensation. I, I, would think, I would think that would be most clubs would do yeah. that. Was that, yeah. was that a proper statement to one of the fake ones? Which no, yeah. that was I didn't actually one. see that one. Yeah, there's a, there a um, great fake statement going out <laughs> earlier in the day on that one. Yeah, it was f- fooled a few people down in Plymouth anyway. But no, maybe, maybe they had to release him to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And whether there's a compensation figure in his mm-hmm. contract, I don't know. North End have with the manager. They said yeah. themselves with Ryan Lowe's contract at North End, Peter Ridsdale explained it. it was the same for most managers. I think they just they went they differentiated when they extended Alex Alex yeah, Neal's contract and give him an actual three year contract, didn't they? Yeah. Went after that interest from West Brom. But most of the time, certainly with Simon Graveson, with Alex Neal's early contract, probably with Frankie McAvoy's and now with Ryan Lowe, it's a case of probably how most of people's contracts work in any other work of walk of life, really. Here's your contract. Mm. And then with this one, what they've put in is if another club wants to come and poach you, they'd have to pay X amount. Mm-hmm. And then if we decided results aren't going well and they have to fire him, this, this is how is much, much compensation we paid. You know? because, so, because it'll be a rolling deal. And if you have, say, a three-year deal, yeah. it's worked out basically on the gross sum of, yeah. of what you'd expect to earn. But if it's only a year, yeah. a year, it doesn't really give that much stability. So no. by putting in those flat figures there, yeah. gives the manager that stability, doesn't yeah, it, I suppose? So, so whether Ryan Lowe had something like that at... At Plymouth, mm-hmm. there's an, uh, an agreed amount in. I, I'm not. I'm not sure, and I, I won't like to speculate too much because yeah. we're just sort of guessing in the wind there, aren't we? Really. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But North End obviously saw Ryan Lowe as gettable. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that he's Northwest based yeah. helped. Yeah, you know, originally. Like, yeah. Although so, he did come in and say it was a job. It, it didn't. It didn't really affect no. too much. But I think. I think it will. Yeah, it must influence help. you. You know, like. Yeah. Um, he. To be fair to him, obviously his first job was at Berry, which is mm. local. But and then he's moved all the way down to Plymouth. I don't think yeah. you, you can't really move a lot further than <laughs> going down there, yeah. unless you join from anywhere. <laughs> yeah, unless you join like Newquay Town or yeah. Lat- Lands End United or something. Yeah, he, he, the he, Jersey he, Isles or something. Yeah, like. yeah, you can't, you can't Jersey Bulls actually. Yeah, yeah. All so, right. yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't go that far. So, um, but you look at his career; he's, he's been prepared to move around in mm. his playing career. Mm-hmm. He went to MK Don, Chef Wednesday, Berry, Tranmere. You know. Probably a little bit close, you know, like MK Dons was probably his furthest, wasn't it? But mm. he's obviously, some players and people are prepared to travel in the game, and he has, but yeah. uh, but no, no, it's, it, I think it's a really interesting appointment. I'm quite excited yeah, by it. I and and I'll I tell you what was key, Tommy. The first, first one I've heard at Preston, certainly in the modern year, you know, like in the last few years or something. I'm on my ninth North End manager, by the way. Since, yeah. since covering North End full-time, this is... My nine full-time manager or head coach <laughs> been, I've covered. There's been more managers than years I've been doing this. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> Three I've, and two years yeah. so far. I started off covering North End in uh, June 2009. Mm. Uh, is it 2009? Yeah, 2009. Alan Irving, Darren Ferguson, yeah. Philip Brown, yes. um, Graham Wesley, yeah. um, Grayson, Alex Neal, Frankie, Frankie, and now Ryan Lowe. So oh, that's, that's eight. Oh, that's eight. eight. Sorry, have I missed one out? Was it only eight? Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, that that'd be right. right. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, you got caretakers. You yeah, got Galleon, uh, Graham Alexander, and um, David David Unsworth. Yeah, there's been uh, Rob Kelly. Yeah. yeah so uh, yeah, eight. I can't blooming count. Can yeah. <laughs> it's been a long couple of days. Yeah. yeah. But what one thing I noticed the first time in a press conference when. Managers are inter- introduced or talked about was brand of football and style mm. of play. I think there's really been an emphasis on that this time. You know, when you think of other managerial appointments, it was just purely, you know, get him in better, safer pair of hands yep. or he, he can dig us out of trouble. But I think with them being sort of 18th and a bit of a gap between them and the bottom three and yeah. the playoffs not being that far away, but they're not panicking yet in terms of, God, we need someone to dig us out of results. We need a Sam Allardyce style. Yeah. There's a real concentration. I think there's been a real focus on getting someone who, who will be prepared to play a brand. I don't like the word brand of football, but Mm. you know, like that, that way of thinking, you know, that, that that's been in the forefront of the mind as much as who can get us results. Mm. You know, I know it is a results business, but they've obviously seen the attendances drop. People dissatisfied with how North End were playing style-wise under Frankie McAvoy. Yep. Um, and obviously for the way to start getting people back on board is to excite. Mm-hmm. Now, I've seen fans say, 
Or I'd rather lo- lose a game 4-3 sometimes yeah. than win a drab 1-0. Now, when push comes to shove, I don't know if it will, but I do... I do on the board, please. Yeah, I, I, you know, one of, one of my friends is very big on, I want to be entertained when I go yeah. to a match. I want to see good football. Um, that's the way. And, and obviously people think that way. And I think North End of, you know, for Peter Riddell to come out and mm. say, we wanted a brand of football, which was exciting. Ryan Lowe used that phrase a few times yeah. in the press conference. going to excite the fans. Yeah, yeah. Because he is, it looks like, he is a three-five-two man now. The three-five-two yeah. has got a lot of criticism at North End this season. Yeah, and I've said I said this to you many a time that it's not, it's never the system that's the. You will find you can find success with any system. Yeah. You can find chances. You mm-hmm. can find excitement in any system. Yeah. It, it's not mm-hmm. inherently the no. the the three-five-two, the four-two-three-one, or whatever mm-hmm. that is to blame. Mm-hmm it's the way it's implemented. Yeah. So having players in certain positions on the pitch is not what dictates it. It's yeah. how it's how it is how it is done. Yeah, yeah it is and um I think at times Frankie would often say to us in games had lost or something or we needed or when they needed to improve in games we got the wing backs higher. Mm. That was seen to be the sort of north end's go to if that formation fell down yeah on how far or how how far they didn't get up the pitch, mm. take it away from a sort of five three two into a three five two. Yep. Now the way Ryan Lowe was talking, he doesn't want his wing backs coming right back. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know even know if he'll play players who we would think of and identify as fullbacks or wingers. Mm. I don't know if he'll even play him in those on the sides of midfield or will he play midfielders tucked in on the side of midfields mm. to add that. Is it interesting though? He said when he talked about his system, he actually said, "Well, I think Frankie played more of a three-four-three. Three, I, yeah. I actually play a three-five-two. Two, yeah, yeah. So like, maybe he's thinking when North End played with, with Sean Maguire, liking to sink a little mm-hmm. bit deeper. That's how he saw in his eyes. That's how he saw Maguire, rather than a sort of two up front, right next to Reese. Mm. He saw Reese as a central one, and then Maguire and whoever was a yeah. ten." We're dropping either side of him. And or me. even the fact that the mm. 10 is always so prominently ahead of yeah. the other two. Because I think from yeah. what I, I must admit, I don't know a great deal about Ryan Lowe's mm. philosophy and things or the way he's set his teams up in the past. But from what I've seen, mm. it is a more 3-1-4-2 yeah. rather than mm. what Frank McAvoy did a 3-4-1-2. Yeah. Mm. The, the, that one is deeper. He said he, he said specifically, actually, def- yeah. I, defend with, I defend with four and I attack with six. six so that yeah. implies three at the back and one sitting in front. Yeah. So that yeah. that's immediately a difference because that spare it, man yeah. is going to be deeper rather than higher up. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he said, I attack with six. He said, I defend him with four and a goalkeeper, yeah. which makes five, yeah. basically. So he, he obviously wants his goalkeeper involved, you know, sort of. Yeah, yeah, be, potentially, yes. Yeah, he's going to have his three centre-halves there. Which might Solid. test Danny Leverson, actually, because yeah. I think feet, the, playing with his feet is probably the... Weak point the, to his yeah, game, yeah. Biggest weakness. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if he has his three centre-halves, now he's one sitting midfielder, you'd think out of the present, uh, say say we're taking it on the, the 11. Current form. The current one, you'd mm-hmm. think that'd be Ben Whiteman, wouldn't you, playing mm-hmm. as that. Um, and then you've got Brown and McCann bombing on with the rest of the team, you know. Yeah. So. See, uh, the thing is as well, again, <laughs> one thing I've noticed and... Um, You'll see it in the videos put out. We put a video out uh, today online of the full uh, press conference. And it's a picture I think I used on my Twitter. You see, it was a question actually from Radio Lancashire when he said, like, you know, you've got quality in this squad. And Lowe just smiled. Yeah. He just smiled. And it was almost like as if he was going, yeah, mm. I do. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be fun. <laughs> I th- yeah. He's a, you know, we'd be managing in League One, got Plymouth up towards the top of it, mm. top top for a little bit as well now he's coming into the championship which and just his second season in yeah, league one however well. we we view i think when you're close to a club you go a little bit in on yourselves don't you oh, we're, we're, you know we're not that good or you know you tend to highlight the bad points rather than the good points that's yeah. just a football thing isn't it but there's good in that there is quality in that no offense squad there's some quality mm. players probably lacking in some stronger in others mm-hmm. you've got a, a depth of talent in some areas and probably not quite as much in others so that that's something to address going forward or however he can either transfer market or bring in mm. more quality out of what is there 
Um, but he's obviously excited about it, I get chance because they're not a bad team, though. No, they're not going to no. go down. Even you know, there, you mentioned those yeah. centre midfield options. If mm. Ryan Ledson gets in form, yeah. is that deeper one? Is it that Ratter? Yeah. He, yeah. Could, he could be brilliant in there. Yeah. Um, ben Whiteman has shown in the past that he's capable of going box to box from midfield and scoring goals. Yeah. You know, you've got different options there. Alan Brown's played well at wing back, for yeah. example. Mm. Could we see him out there yeah. again? It's I've got to say, I think Alan Brown, we've seen, the, we're starting to see the better of him again. Yeah. Probably since the close to that game, you player know, I think, of the year. Yeah, I think in the last few games he's been. I thought Blackburn, he was excellent. He mm. really was. I know he didn't get much reward for it, but I yeah. thought I thought he was very good. You know, a lot of energy and whatever. But you know, as you say, say they sat Ledson in, in front of the defense, as you say. Then you've got the options. You've got McCann. You've got Whiteman. You've got Brown. You've got DJ. Pots. Pots, even you know, like if you can find form again. Yeah, yeah. So you've got people who are McCann, who's just gonna. You, who he wants pressing forward. I'm not saying they shouldn't have a reverse gear on him and mm-hmm. they've got to get back and do it, but he did make a point of um, taking the shackles off. Yeah. Not everyone, he said, a couple of players. So I'm just thinking that they're not making a forward run. Yeah, he Perhaps fearing. Yeah, not, yeah. A, not a criticism of sort of the, they weren't putting the effort in, but mm. they were obviously a bit wary of leaving, as you said, the, the wary of leaving a man or mm-hmm. something unmarked or whatever. So he's obviously prepared to take risks. I'm just thinking, does he want Ben Whiteman bombing off a little bit higher mm-hmm. than what he's been doing? Does he want the wing backs, whoever he played there, absolutely bombing on being wingers rather than defenders? Yeah. And, you know, if, if, if another team does leave someone wide, it's up to one of the outside fullbacks to come and yeah. do the job. Because it can only be a one side at once, I suppose, yeah. if you took a cross. Yeah. Um the way yeah, so the way I sort of envisage it is you'd have a front four mm-hmm. with the wing backs, two strikers, and then two centre midfield yeah. in behind. So you'd have like you'd almost be playing a three one, two, four in attack. Mm-hmm. I know things change in possession, all that sort of stuff. I'm just throwing numbers out there. But yeah, I do think the fullbacks will be a, a huge part of it and then those centre midfielders coming from a bit a bit deeper just to kind of supply a bit of protection but hopefully a bit of craft and that's one thing North End have been missing and I think with a clear ideology a clear philosophy in place which Ryan Lowe seems to know and this is one thing I'm not at all comparing the two but if you watch like Man City for example Pep Guardiola knows exactly what he wants to do and these players know exactly where to go what runs to make and when Mm -hmm. so if Ryan Lowe has the same sort of philosophy where he knows where everyone he's got a system in mind he knows how that works Mm. hopefully it can provide a bit of creativity yeah you know in the even tactically ryan lowe's already maybe got it figured out if you do this you do this this is where a space will open up and this will create us a chance whereas in the past it's almost been a bit stationary yeah you know north ends on the ball about 40 yards out the opposition defense like two banks in front of them no way to break them down mm. you know and if players know where to run and can commit and can take those risks hopefully just creates a few more a yeah. few more chances and it unlocks a bit. They need to be a bit more risky. I'm not, I'm not mm. saying suicidal balls across your back four or anything <laughs> yeah. like that three, but you know, just it's just a bit a little bit too predictable recently. Mm. Yeah. You know, and I think they've got to drop the long throws. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, 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 Unless you can great. find someone who's gonna flip you if you're gonna have a long throw. Yeah, if you ever win the first ball, you've yeah. got a chance. Yeah, if you're gonna win if you're gonna take long throws, they've gotta come in sort of level just absolutely head yeah. height skimming him mm. you know for someone to get a touch on flick it on yeah but the, both from Barky and from Reese, the looping in yeah and they're so easy to defend against yeah you know so but we you, you mentioned Ryan Lowe and Pep Guardiola in the same sentence <laughs> before you said I'm not comparing him style wise mate I tell you clothing yeah. they're uh Ryan Lowe looks a bit like a oh. very, very sort of... I thought I was still on football a, style then bit, when you bit said of, that. Bit of a casual man on the sidelines, his trainers, his, yeah. his jeans, his jumper, his V-neck jumper. Just a cool guy, isn't he? He is, yeah. Cool. I tell you, for the press conference on Tuesday, I thought, right, <laughs> yeah. I, put, I put my suit on, I dressed, I thought, one of the rare occasions that I'm not working from home, I'm going yeah. to put my suit Break on and go. <laughs> Broke out the suit and, and, and he, he turns up very stylish in jeans yeah. and his shirt. I thought, I'm you were the most dressed up person there. I know, I look like I come for a wedding, didn't I? So, uh, yeah, but no, bit of, bit of style on the, on, yeah. on the side, you know, so. Um, what we should do as well before we well, move on. middle-aged blokes can dress, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, before we move on, we should say, I think, uh, what a great guy Frankie McAvoy was to deal yeah. with in general and, oh, yeah. and how well, I and mean, then he, what, how well he did 
maybe not necessarily on the football side in the end, but how well he did kind of as the leader of the football club yeah. as well. I think he handled himself with such distinction. And, and even in the summer where um, there was the supporters collective and the manager, of the, well, head coach of the club went down and answered questions from fans. And I thought he's always been such a good oh yeah a yeah. good person we shouldn't throw him out of the bath water here mm. you know like he's he's been Preston North End's manager he's left them not in a terrible place you know it's not as if some managers have left this club with North End rock bottom you know yeah. like he's not done that he he worked under Alex Neal for three three years nine months whatever was it part of that you know yeah. part of the uh, his backroom setup took over at a difficult times when thing, things weren't good last mm-hmm. March. In hindsight, looking at it, probably relegation in and it ended up not being a threat because of what teams reloaded. But no, he got such a good points total that it almost seems laughable that we're all thinking we could go down here, you yeah. know, in March. Yeah. By the start of May, you know, to what, five wins, two draws, a defeat. I know North End got criticised for appointing him, but I think when you got that record... You, you do earn... I do you, think it made sense. Yeah. He earned the right to yeah. at least put himself forward to yeah. it. And he got it. And um, he was a reluctant guy to start with. I think, you know, he was in two minds when, when Alex Neal mm-hmm. was first sat. What do I do here? Do I take it? He decided to, and it was, you know, a good sign, I think, that he actually gave it some thought. It wasn't, yeah, yeah I'll do it. You know, yeah. give me the caretaker coat now. You know, he, he gave it some careful thought. Um you know, he, he did well last season. And at times this season, they've had some decent results. They've had some poor results, but we've had actually had, a, you know, some good performances out of, you know, I remember the Swansea game. Yeah. I thought that was a really good one, you know. Bournemouth away. Bournemouth away, you know, tactically absolutely spot on at mm. Bournemouth. That was probably the last consistent performance they've had from him from start to finish yeah. in a different kind of a way. 90. Yeah, we knew from the start that they were going to sit back and defend to start with mm-hmm. and they did that very well they were never and I know it was a bit keep ballish from Bournemouth to start with but it was part of the game plan and North End never let them be on the sort of 25 yard mark mm-hmm. you know it was all very well defended and yep. then carefully opened the game up so but against the side that was unbeaten yeah, all season yeah so um, and I think they played very well for an hour against Bournemouth not so, uh, against Fulham not so well for the first half I yep. gave them too much respect but so there, there were good results in there but there were obviously some dodgy ones the Blackpool result for example yeah. the, as we've gone on Forest felt, yeah Forest was poor Rovers now Rovers second half yeah Yeah. so it it was a tough I think it was always slightly up against it as well coming from the old regime which is always going to happen I think uh, one thing I must say I've disliked constantly is referring to him as a postman and stuff like that Mm. I think it's so disrespectful it is is. people can I don't mind criticism people can criticise all they want it's their right to Mm -hmm. you know like and the people who have criticised him have obviously been proved right in a way. You know, the fact that North End have made a, uh, an, uh, you know, dismissed him early in the season, mm-hmm. you know, like relatively early in the season. But there was no need just sometimes the the stick yeah. or the criticism which everyone gets, which, Too you know, personal. it got personal. There's yeah. no need for that in anything, you know, like there's no need to call him, as you and say. You there's, know, there's, yeah. there's nothing wrong with yeah. working in a post office and working your way up in a, a yeah. different career that you'd like. I, I, I do not understand. It's mm. in, in so many other walks of life, it's a, a rags to riches story and everyone would praise it. But yeah. for some reason he was getting criticised for it, even though he's, he's where he was on merit. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it was bizarre. And I think, you know, Let's have it right. He'd been coaching it since, you know, he's worked at Dunfermline. Then he went mm. to Hamilton and he was under Neil for a long time. He was yeah. there before Neil in the youth setup. So it's not as if he was working out of football until a few months ago or a yeah. couple of years ago. He, he had the time with Alex Neil at, um, at Hamilton and predated it. Yeah. Uh, came into the first team setup. Running their academy Neil. at one yeah. point. And then he went to Norwich with Neil. Mm-hmm. He had his year in the Premier League there. Um, and then, you know, he had his four, you know, and he'd always four had the years respect for the players. Yeah, yeah. So they were working for him right yeah. until the end. He'd not lost the players. No. Um, yeah, that was one thing. Yeah, the, the old phrase losing the dressing room. The performance in the first half at Blackburn showed that wasn't the case. Yeah. No one had down tools there. Yeah. The second half performance was down to a lack of creativity in the style. It wasn't because they tossed it off or anything like that. It was, yeah. you know, it was a football thing. You know, like, you, you, I've seen managers lose dressing rooms. Yeah. And you know they're just not 
bothered anymore. Well, not yeah. bothered, the wrong word, but... You could almost see at the end of Alex Neal's reign that players were jaded. They, they'd not jaded, lost yeah. it, but yeah. you could see they were just a bit It was tired worn out. same voice on the training ground, same, you know... Yeah, and it was all very nice by the end. Yeah, it was, know. things aren't going well, we'll work Alec, harder, yeah. and they a were just getting a bit... Alex was probably trying too hard by the yeah. end, almost. And yeah, but no, I don't think Frankie had lost the dressing room. Lost, uh, hadn't lost the players. It was just, it, it's a pure football thing. And mm. just one thing, I, I did, uh, we were sitting here calling him Frankie, and the players call him Frankie. Mm. I wonder if when he took over... I know what he was trying to say. Look, I'm not changed. Yeah. You've called me Frankie for three years, nine months. Carry on calling me Frankie. Maybe, maybe when he took over as caretaker or when he got the job, mm. maybe with hindsight, he might say, look, I am the gaffer now. Yeah, they're not They're not going to be calling Ryan Low Ryan. Yeah. Or Lowy, are they? Yeah, it's difficult to yeah. say, isn't it? Because it was said the other day on, on Twitter to me about was he too nice? And... You almost get that sense, but at the same time, you don't see what goes on behind closed doors. You mm. do, you, I'm sure he did have a, an angry streak, and I'm sure he'll tell people. I mean, we saw him at, at Rovers before the press conference. He was swearing, he was angry, yeah. kicking the wall, and, and then he went into the press conference, he was laughing and joking, and you think, yeah. if you just carry that in there a bit, mm-hmm. it's not the worst. He, he was almost too composed at times. He was able to calm him down, himself down yeah. a bit too much, yeah. I yeah. think, at times. And, and there's no, you know, by all means, don't air your dirty washing in the in the public but at times it doesn't do don't too do wrong quick ramps <laughs> you know? every now and then yeah yeah. Do arm, yeah but flash your dirty undies once or twice it's yeah. not too bad i thought he, i haven't done that bad no. one. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought he handled himself extremely well um away from the pitch on the trevor hemmings you know when trevor hemmings passed away i think he always has away yeah, from the pitch i think away, he's been yeah um i know he felt brilliant. he very he, um Emotionally, mm. you know, Trevor Emmons' passing touched him deeply. Yeah. Um, around that time, I know North End lost a close fan at the time. There was a member of the backroom staff had a bereavement yep. in horrible, tragic circumstances. And yep. I just think, you know, Frankie was one of those ones he was, people talked to him and he, 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 was he, very he, wanted, he wanted to help, yeah. you know. And, you know, so absolutely no criticism of him on that side of things. I think he was, a, you know, a top guy to have around the ground, you know, have around the place. Mm. And um, you just hope that, you know, I ho- hope he gets another job in football. Yeah. I don't necessarily think he'll be a manager again. No. But he could, you know, there'll be a coaching staff somewhere mm-hmm. where he will be a great addition to. Definitely. And as someone said to me not long ago, I think, like, no other team in the championship would appoint them. And it's like, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. But would any other team in the championship have appointed Steve Morrison? No. Would any other team in the championship have appointed Thomas Frank, for example, when he got promoted from Brentford's B team or was assistant at Dean Smith? No. No. Mm. But Brentford are now in the Premier League and yeah. Cardiff's forms turned yeah. around a little bit. So it's not, yeah. it's not, that's not necessarily a, a great barometer of whether or not no. they're a, a good manager. It's but happening a bit more at the moment, isn't it? Teams are looking at appointing from within. Yeah. It, it is cheaper, yeah. Cheaper. But. But that's not walking, you know, I hear, oh, it's a cheap option. I don't think Frankie McAvoy was on peanuts mm. and I'm not calling him out for that or anything, you know, mm. but, um, but you know, that's how it is. But no, Frankie's gone now and uh, I wish him well, but yeah, we're, we're in definitely. a new era. Yep. And uh, I think the big thing for me with Ryan Lowe, and I was saying this uh, yesterday at the, the press conference, I think, well, to most people, <laughs> is that if things go wrong with Ryan Lowe, mm. I think we will at least see why. So if yeah. there's a bad performance, I don't mean in general, like mm. if he needs to get sacked. I mean, if there's a bad performance and North End lose 4-0, I think you will still see what he's trying to do. Mm-hmm. So it might be that they go way too attacking, yeah. they get caught out too much at the back, they play silly passes, they get stuff 4-0. That can happen. Mm-hmm. But I think you will at least see what he's trying to do. Yeah. And I think that'll make a big difference because at times you're w- almost wondering what is the plan? Mm-hmm. Whereas with Lowe, if he's got his clear philosophy, his clear style, I think it'll aid him a lot in mm-hmm. getting time and patience. Yeah, yeah. I think I think what's interesting for me, Tom, is um, how quickly he gets that message across because as he pointed out at the press conference, his formation-wise, it's not too dissimilar to mm-hmm. what he was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, however you view it, whether it was a, a three-four-three or a three-five-two, mm. pretty quite a similar situation. So he he come in. He, I think um, Frankie took training Monday. Yep. Galley took training yesterday, Tuesday. We're recording this on Wednesday. Yeah. Now they're in today. Yeah. Ryan Lowe said he had 
a chat with the players on Tuesday afternoon in the dressing room. It <laughs> was meant to be short. <laughs> yeah, he said he said it was meant to be short, but it turned out longer. He, yeah. he said the dressing room is so big at Exton, and it is. It's a big, big, big circle, yeah. isn't it? He said it took him about half an hour just to walk around everyone. But, but he said, all joking aside, Wednesday's normally the day off when they don't have a game. Mm. I found it interesting because he yeah. was saying it's. It, I always found as a player, you know, that was you take the kids to school day because you're off. So he's like, I've let them come in. They're going to come in late because yeah. I still want them to have that, which yeah. I thought was quite nice. Yeah. And so, so they're, they're in today, Wednesday, as we speak, a bit later in the morning for a presentation, as you put it. I think, I think he wants a, a DVD session with them mm. and the sort of an analy- you know, an- yeah. analysis. Look, I'm not, he, he's not punishing him in any way, yeah. but it's the way, look, lads, so we can hit the ground running in training on Thursday and Friday. That's it, yeah. This is, I don't want to waste Thursday talking in the classroom. Yeah. Let's get that out of the way on the Wednesday. This is what I want. This is what to expect. Sleep It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Let's enjoy it. And then Thursday, bang, 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 hit the ground running in training. Friday, tweak tactically ready for Barnsley and hit the ground running. I'd like to see how they perform on Saturday. I'm not expecting miracles. They're suddenly going to turn into Barcelona or anything. But you just hope that that little bit of energy... They've had no Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday this week. Mm, or this so month. energy levels should be good. They should yeah. be fresh, you mm. know. So um, I'm I'm really looking forward to the game, I've got to admit. Yeah. I've no idea how it's going to go. I, I would think North End will have too much for Barnsley. I thought they would have done anyway, but I'm 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 excited by it, and I think the, the fans are excited. That's that's good. One thing I don't think we'll get is a, a sub-10,000 crowd. Yeah. I, I think, agree. I think we'll be back up. I think it would have crept back up anyway, but from the Fulham game because Fulham was half twelve. Mm-hmm. It was freezing. on TV on telly. You know, like everyone was expecting a tub in. Yeah, and as it was, it was a pretty decent game. But I just think I right, watched, uh, the appointment of a new manager should have a, a few to it. You know, like I watched a chunk of that game in bed. <laughs> yeah, you weren't you weren't too good. We hung over then. Tom. I, I was a little bit. Uh, yeah, a little bit, yeah, just, just a bit. But yeah. but uh, yeah, it was a decent it was a decent performance. So I suppose I mean th- th- we've said in the past you kind of got to finish better than you start almost in games. Yeah. So hopefully there's been enough almost in that from people that came to the home game. So mm-hmm. I, I think those that go to Rovers will turn up at deep down. I don't think mm-hmm. the performances will affect those as no. much as it does the people that come to the home games. Yeah. Um, so hopefully there's enough in that. You've obviously got the excitement of, of Ryan Lowe coming in and yeah. you know a change of style. He's He's been saying the right things. Pre- it makes, made me laugh actually. I was saying to my dad last, yesterday about that. Uh, he'll enjoy that little plug. He, he likes his little shout out so he gets mm-hmm. occasionally. Um, Ryan Lowe had said, because um, Plymouth fans are going absolutely mad, which mm-hmm. is quite funny, but that's also a good, a good sign. sign. Yeah. I think that's a good sign, yeah. Um, and Ryan Lowe had said, you know, when a, when a team like Argyle comes in, you you, you can't turn it away. Mm-hmm. And then he said the exact same thing about PE. Yeah, yeah. But if you're manager of Berry and you know things are going south, financially, the way Argyle come in, you go, oh yeah, there's a no brainer. If you're at Plymouth, Mm -hmm. you're not guaranteed to get promoted and have that on your CV. Mm. You've done good work, you've got promoted once, and PNE come in a chance in the championship close to home. Mm. That's a no brainer as well. So I don't think I don't think that's necessarily him playing the game as such. Both facts can be true. Yeah, Uh, both statements can be true. Um, But I just think it's really exciting he's saying you know we're gonna we're gonna excite the fans we want to play attacking we want to do this we want to do that and you can you get a clear sense of what he wants to do yeah so you go into that game just thinking oh i wonder what i wonder what could happen yeah you know and then you've also got the same will we see him reinvent some players and all this sort yeah. of stuff and you get you know it's almost like you've got especially for ryan Lowe, it will be you've, you've always got some new signings coming in without actually getting any signings yeah. because he might bring someone in out of the cold or mm-hmm. change someone's position or change someone's game entirely and it, it, it could transform it it's great for him yeah he's working with a squad he's not worked with any of the players before it's mm. totally brand new to mm. him he can have a really good fresh look at it fresh mm. pair of eyes fresh pair of ears Everything he can look at it forensically. He's not he's not been on the coaching staff stepping up. Yep. Come in, he, he, he's not bumping into someone. Oh, I used to manage you at like a couple yeah. of years ago. It's, it's brand new to him, absolutely. And the players that you know, likewise with the players, him you know, and like, Mike Marsh. Yeah, yeah, we're going to mention him in a minute. Yeah, so I just I, I, I just think it's an exciting blank canvas for him. Mm-hmm. You always take, when a new manager comes in, you always hear for the players it's a clean slate. Mm-hmm. It's a clean slate for the manager as well. You yeah. know, like. Uh, it's an exciting one. But no, you mentioned Mike Marsh there coming as his number two. Uh, he had Stephen Schumacher down at Plymouth, who... Now has his car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who people thought it's might follow him said. up. But as it is, he said he stayed 
Schumacher stayed to be appointed Plymouth manager. He was appointed Plymouth manager before it was announced that yeah. Ryan Lowe had been appointed. Well there. done, Plymouth. Yeah, I think, I, think, I think Plymouth got one there. But Ryan Lowe made a joke about that. He said, no, he said Schumacher's a good mate of his. You know, yeah. and he, he's done what Frankie McAvoy's done. He's, stayed so he's got me job, job, but he's got me car now. Yeah, he said, yeah, he's taking the, the works car off him. Yeah, so, uh, so I don't, don't, don't quite know how uh, Ryan managed to drive up here, but <laughs> yeah. his agent took well, him. But Mike Marsh is a well-respected coach, isn't he? Very well respected yeah what is it he um he, he was a player at, i remember a player at liverpool and west ham a little spelling mm. galatasaray i think did he go um, with soonus i think when when graham soonus was there i think he he, he went over there yes a few english players went over, yeah around then um ben i think he played locally for southport yeah. and whatever barrow kidderminster boston yeah. united yeah. aki yeah he's done the old sort of non-league rounds there yeah i think, I think aki was aki back in the football league by then yeah uh, i think they would have been yeah so yeah, they won the northern yeah. premier league that season oh right yeah so but he, he's coming and he got a lot of coaching experience he was at, he was um at liverpool's academy and i think mm. he got promoted a, up a few rungs when brendan rogers was there mm. he's been with wagner at um david wagner at uh, huddersfield. huddersfield he's been with steve cooper yeah, at, swansea. At, at swansea didn't obviously didn't go to Nottingham Forest with Cooper, obviously. Yeah. Um, so he's come in now and, um, it, you know, I, I remember Mike Marsh as a player and I, I was actually thinking he was a bit younger than what he was, but he's actually 51. So mm. he's that slightly older head. He's more, yeah. ex, you know, Ryan Lowe's 43, which is, he's not a sort of young pup like Alex Neal was when he got the job, for example. Or but, Paul Gallagher. Yeah, but he's not... You know, he, he he's not even mid forties yet. You know, yeah. he you could still class him as a younger type manager. Yeah, definitely. But he, he played until he was forty, I think it was. You know, mm. so it wasn't as if he, you know, he was looking to retire when he was thirty two and become a manager. He had a, a long playing career. So. And they're going to work with the existing backroom yeah. staff. Yeah. Um, although we did kind of notice something, as far as we know, isn't it? Because we did notice something he mentioned, and it might we may be reading mm. too much into it, really. But he'd said, you know, it's going to be me. Mike Marsh and, and Galley out of the coach and, and didn't mention Tom Steve yeah. Thompson. But, but yeah, as far as we know and, and what everything mm. has been said so far is that he'll be working with yeah. the entire coaching staff. I was listening back and he said Galley and the coaching staff, so oh, maybe okay. it was a okay. slip. But I'm, I'm not too sure. Yeah. But, um, no, but but, um, but you know it's consistency, I suppose, from that a, front. It's a big staff, you know. Like you say, it's a big staff, you know, four of them coaching. But it's, it's a big squad. It's yeah. quite a blown squad at the moment, especially with the reserves yeah. stuff and all that. You know, they've got what was it, twenty five pros in the senior squad. They've mm. got three or four not even making the squad at the moment because they yeah. can't be registered. You've got a good glut of youngsters who are there. So there's, there's plenty to take care of on the yeah, yeah, pitch. Yeah. Know, so. And he's not really bigged up January too much, no. has he? You know, we put a story out today again, we're talking on Wednesday. So mm-hmm. if you're listening another day, just go back and find it. Yeah. But um, he's not really bigged it up too much, has he? Yeah. He, he's, he says he, you know, he's pretty much prepared to work with what he's got. Although mm-hmm. I doubt he'd say much else because well, you really set yourself up for a fall, don't yeah, you, I suppose? If you come in... There's another three and a half weeks until the transfer window opens. And realistically, you're not going to do much business in the first few days. So we're looking at a good month working. He's got to work with the existing squad. If you come in all guns blazing, oh, I'm going to, I need to bring in five new players. We're going to do this, that and the other. And you can already can't register three. Yeah. <laughs> what are the other lads going to be thinking in dressing room? Well, I'm not going to chance, I'm not going to play again, you know. So do I really need to put the effort in over Christmas? So it's a sensible thing to say. And, any, and as we've just discussed, it's a, it's a blank canvas for him. He might have a look at someone in the squad and thought, you know, he'll fit my system better than, you know, X fits the system better than Y was doing, you know. So uh, it's, he's not going to, as I say, he's not going to big it up. He's not going to say, I want this, that and the other end. I can't see it, I'll say this now, I can't see it being eight in and eight out like it was last January for yeah. different reasons. Yeah. I was think, w- North think, End didn't even want it to be no, that I think, think what it will be, if, you know, an educated guess now, I'd be saying prune the squad, mm-hmm. get a few out There'll if be possible a on going, loans. Connor yeah. Ripley, and, for example, yeah. and others that are They can get not Josh registered. Harrop going and, yeah. you know, and maybe Jamie Thomas get him a loan somewhere, a yeah. decent loan. Maybe Joe Rafferty if he's yeah, not in the future. If he's not, no, yeah, because what's the point of him being here? If, yeah. if not, they want to play football. Yeah, but you know, then just tweak it with like two or three, maybe you know, come you know, come in and, and do it that way. You know, yeah. so I don't think it's healthy to change too many. You know, but um, you know, but if he, he might have identified a lot, 
Well, there's, there's a good, you know, if, if he wants, for example, better attacking play down mm-hmm. one side, or I've got a sort of wide player, who I, you know, I've seen player like him. I like I Luke Jeffcott, if uh, <laughs> if, uh, if that's worth anything. He looks really good. Danny Mayer. Yeah, the return. <laughs> I can't, yeah. Homegrown. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think as well it's important. I think Middlesbrough sort of acted in the same way, is that Peony aren't out of a playoff no. Yeah, you know, I know we're, we're barely halfway through the season. The nine points off the playoffs, stranger things have happened if yeah. you can get a manager in and the system that works and all that sort of yeah. stuff. I think, as you mentioned earlier, and we'll go on to Barnsley in a minute, yeah. they've no threat from below this year. No, probably not. So mm. you may as well take a, probably not a risk of getting Ryan Lowe in from, yeah. you know, what, what we've seen, but you might as well give it a go. You're giving him him more than half a season to start with. To settle. To to settle in, you know, like he's got, you know, it's not, I remember when there's been... More than half a season and a transfer window. Yeah, you know, we've had past managerial changes around Christmas Mm. and it's taken until January, February to get managers in. You know, I remember when they sacked Alan Irving, Phil Brown didn't come in until, no, Darren Ferguson didn't come in until early January. You know, there was a, you know, that change was made to, actually towards the end of December or whatever but it was into January Phil Brown came in during January um, Graham Wesley until the middle of January mm. but you know doing it now Ryan Lowell's got the rest three weeks of December basically plus you know like and uh, when do we hit the half season mark will it be Millwall three more after, games yeah what are we on 20 yeah, 21, two, 21. More, two more two more two more, two more yeah two more. so after Millwall Great we're maths. reaching half so we're not yeah. even reached halfway yet. I know no, we're close no. to it, but you know I think that's significant. You yeah, know, and, not, and well, I say yeah. before as well, he's going to have half a season and a transfer. He'll have two really before yeah. he gets into his first full season. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's it's a really nice. I'd like to think by to next summer it will be very much. Yeah, start of next season. What he's about, his personality, his traits. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and you should see that reflected in the in the squad. But yeah. obviously we've got Barnsley coming up uh, this weekend. They're in decent form, you know, Barnsley. They've they've drawn the last two, yeah, which is well, good for them. It is recently, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, uh, yeah they're, they're second a, they're bottom. A, they're a club who have changed massively from last yeah. season. The the loss of the manager to West Brom, yeah, and a few key players, yeah, too, like people like Alex Mower and yeah. stuff like that. Has it affected them significantly? Dyke. You know, yeah. like uh, yeah, Dyke was a big scored a lot of goals, didn't he? You know, yeah. they. they they just ran out of steam at the end of last season. It was that high high octane sort of approach from him, and. Probably a you know probably a bit rude to say a bit flash in the pan, but they were mm. the next they were the yeah. surprise call. I, I do think they were playing above the station, yeah, and I think yeah. that that can happen. But credit you know. to them, they got mm. there. But obviously, they lost a manager. They've lost some key players. Yep. Um, the but manager who came in didn't work out. They've already changed yep. him. You know, they've gone with a foreign appointment again. Mm-hmm. Who's just starting to get his feet under the table and maybe starting to find a little bit of form. You know, so it'll be. Yeah, it will be interesting, but they they getting themselves. They're you know the second bottom, aren't they? They've mm. still got some points to make up on Peterborough, a third bottom. You know. Like, yeah, so yeah. they're three points. So Derby are bottom one mm. point as good as gone. Mm. Barnsley are second bottom on thirteen points. Mm. Then there's a small jump to Peterborough, third bottom on sixteen, and then Cardiff a fourth bottom on twenty one points. Now yeah. that is a lot for Barnsley to have to make up yeah. already. That's eight points. Mm. You've got a swing and. And uh, hope the four other goals. Team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, it needs a swing. It needs them to hit four, man, Cardiff to... Yeah, and know. that's, that's you know, I mean, Reading are also level on points on 21, but they have they 12 well. better yeah. goal difference. Yeah. And like you say, the points deduction, so they're probably they a false league position. The, yeah, yeah. You know, so. Where um, would Derby be without the one? Uh, how many did they get? They got 21 off in the... 21? Yeah. They had the 12 and a 9. Uh, they'd be 19th. 19th 19th yeah. yeah so they'd be just behind P&E yeah, yeah. So. and Barsley be rock bottom mm. if not for point deductions so yeah, I yeah. think it's probably to be fair a, a, another start a start of another cycle for Barnsley because they mm. do this don't they they go yeah. they, they get into the, the championship they probably do alright for a couple of seasons then they get relegated mm-hmm. build back up in league one get a youngish side yeah. together do well mm. and then and then come up don't they and was uh, am I thinking of Barnsley Liam Lindsay was it he was, was, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. him and Ethan Pinnock, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah. they'd done well in League One then. Yeah, came Potts up, lost a couple a bit, of players. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Brad Potts did, did well for the first six months. So, you know, there are these sort of cycles at Barnsley and I think they are a bit of a yo-yo club and I think mm. they know it. Um, I saw a joke on Twitter about them in Rotherham doing their, the usual yeah, trading of places because <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. uh, they're going well in League One. So, yeah, it's a much different Barnsley side, but I think 
I, d- I mean, I don't want it to come in the detriment of PNE, but the focus will pretty much be on PNE this oh, weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. PNE you know. have to concentrate. Ryan Lowe will concentrate. Of course, he'll look at Barnsley and think, well, what are you playing? Mm. You know, who are your strengths? Who are your weaknesses? Let's play on those. But he's going to be Ryan Lowe is going to be in that North End dressing room. I want you doing this. Yeah. I want you doing this. this is, is about this what is us you're now. doing. This is what yeah. you're doing. We're at home. I yeah. want us to be an attacking And we've side. seen that video from Prometh, haven't we? I love that one, actually. It's only yeah. a short clip, wasn't it? Yeah. But I, I enjoyed watching it. It's probably not a lot different to what a lot of managers are saying, but I <laughs> yeah. thought he, he, was, he was he was one of the lads in there, wasn't mm. he? You know, he, he had authority, but he, he still, you know, he had that respect, but he mm. was still, come on, lads, you know, like, we're really in this, you know, like, why yeah. are we... Well, you know why are we better than them today? Why are we in this position? And it yeah. was it was it was a real good psychology, and it, he wasn't ranting or raving, wasn't he? Walking yeah. around, you know, like you know, quite relaxed about it. But no, no, quite enjoyed. Yeah, you can see he commanded the room, couldn't you? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think what I find interesting as well, and again, it's it's what almost like what you're saying is, I'm sure it's no different to any other dressing room. I'm going to show it's no different to any other club. Is he's got to start his scouting again almost? Yeah, because mm. he. Has will not have played many, if not, you know, well, ninety percent potentially of these championship sides. No. So Barnsley have not been in League One for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Plymouth got promoted two seasons ago when Barnsley probably went up as Plymouth yeah. came into the division. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these teams he will not have played. Yeah. So that'll be an interesting uh, dynamic in there as well. Interesting was uh, I, I think I asked him a question in the press conference about you know like it was he sort of built Plymouth up and mm. said do you want to do the same you know you're another you're another level up at Preston but you're looking to do the same get the crowds back in a little bit you know pull them up and he, he mm. said yeah he said I've, I've watched a lot of championship stuff lately mm. so as a manager I suppose if you've got ambitions to work your way up yeah you've got to have you, your eye you, there. you are a student of the game mm-hmm. as well you should be a student of the game and he clearly is he said I, he was a regular at Deepdale yeah well, he did he? yeah yeah he, he said that to us yeah he said I, I suppose when he was living in probably as a player mm. You know, if he had a, as I say, if he wasn't playing on a Tuesday night, even down the road in Liverpool, yeah, is there a match on this week? Yeah, Pioneer in the Championship at the time or whatever, yeah. League One, or oh, offshoot yeah. up the road, back you know, up, back up Liverpool yeah. to his family, for example, yeah. even as Plymouth manager. You have to find that Preston. with footballers, you know, like, oh, good, I've got some time off training. What do I do? I go, I go watch another, I go yeah. watch another football match. Do you, a lot of footballers, well, certainly were, are addicted to watching football. You know, yeah, like yeah. Uh, some of the present ones were. I remember. Uh, I mean, Joe Rafferty was saying, yeah. he said, that's all I do, I watch football. You know, yeah. like, if I'm not playing football, I watch football, you know. And uh, Ryan Lowe's obviously, you know, he said, obviously Preston was quite an easy place to come, you know, up mm. the road from Liverpool in 50 minutes or whatever, watch a game and, you know, you're educating yourself. So I just think he, for Ryan Lowe, he'd be, you know, he's stepping up a division, a new a new challenge, new challenge with the players and a new challenge with the environment. I think it's really exciting. Yeah. It must be so exciting for him. Yeah. You and know. if you're expecting, if you if your next thing is naturally to get a championship job, if mm. you don't know about the championship, mm. why on earth would a championship team yeah. take you on? Yeah. So he's going he's gonna to have done his research. And, oh, yeah. And no, uh, I think... Mm. It'd be interesting in one regard as to what his... I, again, I don't, I don't know enough probably about mm. w- what his time at Plymouth was like, but... Interested to see how his signings are compared to, for example, Alex Neal wanted almost ready-made yeah. signings. Mm-hmm. How Ryan Lowe sees that yeah. and where he goes and where they look. And, and, and they made the point very clearly that just because Ryan Lowe is an ex-League One manager does not mean that the, the scouting mm-hmm. network now looks into League One as no. to players who he knows. Yeah. But I think, to be fair, North End, already, North End already knew that market anyway because yeah. they've done it a lot. They're very good at it, really. You know, like, yeah, so... Um, so I just, you know, he's. He, I think, as I say, back to January, I think he'll just it'd be a tweak. I don't yeah. think it'd be a rebuild or yeah. anything. You because know, he's it, nothing to worry about below. No, so no. he can get the he can slowly get the foundations in place yeah. to try and yeah. kick off. Especially if he goes too soon and does mm. too well too soon, mm. he might not carry into next yeah. into next season, and you might lose one or two and things like that, which is always a danger because mm. yeah. you do need that perfect storm, don't you? Yeah, especially right. as a club like PNE. Exactly. Well, let's see what happens anyway. But yeah. no, no. But I'm, I'm I'm excited by the appointment. Yeah. You know, I'll, you know, I'm not going to make any wild predictions how it's going to go, but, you know, like... 100% he, record between now and May. Yeah, <laughs> no, but he's, he's there, isn't he? He's, he's in place. He's yeah. in a, he's, um, he ticks a lot of boxes for a lot of people, mm-hmm. and um, I wish him the best. We're both North End fans. We mm-hmm. both make our living watching him. Yeah. So you just want the best, don't you? Yeah, you know, yeah. like every North End fan who turns up at Deepdale on Saturday will want him to do well, you know. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's, that's the all and end all. I think it gives, it gives PA fans... 
more reason to go again. I think I think a lot of people were kind of very nonplussed by it all. They was like, yeah, it, we'll go. Mm-hmm. There'll be a game on, and yeah, yeah. But that, and that's why I was saying. I think you got to think about the, the the bad times almost as if things go wrong for Ryan Lowe. Mm-hmm. You'll see why, yeah. and you'll see, you know, you'll see there's something in place. You'll see what's happening in the future, what's coming, and that's what's exciting. I think tactically as well, it's very. Like, I loved watching Alex Neal's team because at times tactically it was so spot on, oh, yeah, so it was absolutely interesting to watch. That first I'm season, hoping the same for yeah, Ryan Lowe. That first season under Alex mm. Neal, some of the football at times was like it's uh, the best I've seen. Really, yeah, yeah. So. It, it it was brilliant. So hopefully we can get a bit more of that from Ryan Lowe. Mm. Um, yeah, all starts Saturday, doesn't it? Yep, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that yeah. very much. But I think that's just about it for us. We're timing it quite well because my count is just short of an hour. So we've nailed that. We've I'm nailed the timing. It's absolutely we're, we're back. That, yeah. We've we've we're smashed back it. with an hour. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. I think that's everything. Uh, all, all I have to say really is thanks for listening. But uh, make sure to keep in touch with us on Twitter at Tom Sandals at Seds underscore LEP and LEP underscore football for all our PNE content, PNE stories. It's all online as well at lep.co.uk and in the Lancashire Post, so go and buy a paper. Mm. But the only thing left to say is thank you very much for listening. Thank you.